Yes. Edity. Edity bits. Set the uh, the oh, backgrounds. Oh man. So <sighs> after an hour, this episode may not get released. We don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah, we'll definitely see what happens. Maybe. Episode of what, Eric? Oh, this is our f- zero zero with zero with episode of our haunted backyard. Our haunted backyard. The show where we talk about country road cryptids, small town spooky, and other local legends. Yes. I wrote that myself. I was actually going to say that should totally be like the intro, like you just saying like the the hometown hometown haunts, small small town spooks. Oh, I like hometown haunts. Yeah. That's a good one too. Ah. Oh. Um hi, I'm Ian. Hi, I'm Eric. Uh, <laughs> we've spent like the last like hour or so pretending we know how to set up audio things. I, I was so embarrassed and like frustrated at myself because I'm like, oh, I went to school for this. I, it's going to be like riding a bike getting back into this program. Mm-hmm. It was not like that. That's okay. I, <laughs> yeah, I, we're now recording off a single USB mic and... It's not going to be pretty. It's not going to probably sound pretty at all. Right now, it sounds sound uh, pretty to me, but I have low standards. That's okay. This is, this is it's, it's, it's like grunge rock podcasting. Yeah, it's this is very grunge Gonzo podcasting. So, yes, we uh, gave a brief introduction about what the podcast yes. was through my, my beautiful alliterative tagline. It was great. Um, but we should actually probably maybe explain yeah. what we're actually going to be talking about in general, not just in this particular episode, but in mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the show as a whole. What's yeah. our The show as a whole. Now, if I, if I say it wrong or if I, if I say it differently, feel free to be like, oh, what, like, be like, it was this, but I'm, th- but this show is... You and me were both like spooky, cryptid, monster, ghost, horror fans. My gender is Mothman. Yeah, exactly. Before this pod, before this recording, he gave me a an extra Mothman patch, and I'm super excited because I had two identical Mothman patches. <laughs> so that's uh, already pre qualifies both of us to be able to talk about this stuff. Um, but yeah, so we're we're spooky, crypty boys. Mm-hmm. Um. We like to talk about monsters. Yeah. And there's so many podcasts that, of course, talk about this uh, this subject already. Mm-hmm. Uh, subject? Subject. Uh, already. We need to do our vocal exercises. Before this. Uh, how now, brown cow? The human torch was denied a bank loan. Uh, <laughs> sure enough. Have you seen his credit score? It's on fire. But... There's a lot of podcasts that do the same thing, talk about cryptids, talk about spooky stuff, but where we want to, like, focus, uh, for lack of a better word, is the cryptids you may not hear a whole lot about. Yeah, the the ghosts who, like, live next door. Yeah, like, we both live in Ohio, Mm -hmm. uh, which is the spookiest state, I'm just going to say it. Kentucky. You think so? I think Kentucky's a little spookier. Ohio's a close second, though. I'll agree, because Kentucky's on, like, the Appalachian yeah, trail there's, thing. There's some weird shit in Kentucky. I'll agree with that. But 
Ohio's up there. Yeah. In spook factor. And we're just going to use this show to highlight and talk about our either favorite, the hauntings that really don't get like Amityville lever, mm-hmm. uh, or the cryptids that aren't Bigfoot famous. Yeah. Like, you know, the kind, the kind of like cryptid that you'd see down at the farmer's market. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, you know, just your, your local little cryptid. Everyone's got one. Maybe in the craziest thing is we were doing research before, like, for this podcast, like, a little fun research before we writing anything down to talk about, mm-hmm. and we did find that there were a lot of, like, one-shot small cryptids, like, mm-hmm. everywhere all over the U.S. Like, one guy saw a weird hedgehog, and he's like, this is, I'm telling everyone now. <laughs> I saw a frog walk on two legs, <laughs> and I'm going to talk about it. Uh, but yeah, so, the, in general, the... The format of the show will be one of us tells a story to the other. Um, but for this first episode, Zero With episode, we just kind of wanted to talk about our background and our relationship to the, 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 the good old fuzzy boys who live out in your woods. Yeah, where did our horror monster origins sprout Mm -hmm. like where did we start getting into this stuff Mm -hmm. and i've got a couple of tv shows that i could talk about and i know you mentioned some books that you used to do i used to do books too i'm gonna delve into the misty paths of my misty pasts of my brain (laughs) yeah my memory (laughs) because like well we're all like i was already talking about books Mm -hmm. i don't know about you but when when i had you had book fairs when you were like in school, like did you... that's how I got all of my Animorph books. <laughs> God, I remember Animorphs. Oh, I remember Animorphs. It, it's a, it's still scars me to this day. <laughs> there was a show, wasn't there? A show? The show on... was so bad. <laughs> I never watched the show. It was uh, maybe like after we're done recording, we will watch an episode of Animorphs. Oh uh, man, it's it'll be it's been forever, but I'd be down. Um, but at the book fair, uh, when I was a kid, my mom would give like would give me a little money, like mm-hmm. go buy a book, like encouraging her young son to read. And instead of buying like you know books, like instead of buying Harry Potter, Harry Potter had just come out at this time. Mm-hmm. Uh, hashtag fuck J.K. Rowling. Uh, <laughs> Agreed. Uh, yeah. This is a strongly anti-JK Rowling podcast. Yeah. <laughs> and so, but the Harry Potter had just come out at this time. So you would think maybe a young nerdy kid would be like, immediately let's pick up Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. No. I went straight for any book that was about monsters. Like werewolves, vampires, uh, aliens, anything that like would either teach me about those things or teach me how to kill them. <laughs> I was you gotta know how to defend yourself. You never know when Frogman come is coming for you. So. They, I wish that books that I've found found a book that had covered that because I no book on Frogman when I was a kid. Like he was not in <laughs> any of the the cryptid books that I bought when I was little. So for me in books, it was. I want to say I can't. I could not tell you like a particular title, or 
book series that I was reading, but just imagine you're in like the fourth grade and you go inside your school library and there's the one dusty bookshelf mm-hmm. kind of like towards the back of the the school library, mind mm-hmm. you. Yeah. And it is the it's the one shelf that's got like cryptids, vampires, witchcraft, all of that stuff. Yeah. And that's I like I couldn't tell you exactly when I was getting into cryptids or what caused me to, but I also but I do have this distinct memory of like going into my library and getting those books. Yeah. They didn't have a lot of those books, like, on hand at my library as a kid, like at my school library. Mm-hmm. But they, but book fairs, they, I remember this one that was like, it was like, yay big. It was like as big as the laptop we're currently on, like wide. Very uh, visual cue. Like yeah, visual and on the front of it, werewolf like snarling mm-hmm. at you on the front cover. And it's like monsters of the world or some shit Mm -hmm. and i was like that's mine yeah mine were like probably written in the 70s hand-drawn illustrations of like sounds so much cooler like goat man and like kelly hopkinsville they do like the like the little illustrations of that yeah that's that shit i wish i could i wish i found i was out i want to go if i had the time Today I was planning to go to the library and see if I could hunt them down, hunt down some of those books, yeah, so I could just have something. But that's the that's like the kind of Spiderwick Chronicle thing that I wanted to fall, stumble the, upon the as a kid. The arcane lore, yeah, of, of the seventies. Because I was convinced as a kid that I could hunt these things, mm-hmm. and I w- I had a very big like complex of I'm gonna hunt these monsters and save people. Mm-hmm. Like I thought monster hunters were so cool. I mean, they are. They are. And then you watch, like... <laughs> I I love this show because it's so ridiculous. But then you watch, like, Mountain Monsters and you're like, I don't know anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there were... I, I remember, like, devouring every book I could on cryptids and aliens. And then eventually I got to the point where I was watching... And once again, I couldn't really tell you the name of these documentaries, but there were like these documentaries made for kids. I'd get them on VHS from that sounds so awesome. my local library. Yeah. And they would be covering things like, of course, like the classics, like Bigfoot. Yeah. But you'd get like, um, Oh, I'm going to mispronounce this. Macaulay Membe. Oh, Oh, and I, I know what you're talking about. I'm the, not going to try to pronounce it either. The dinosaur, but... like in the middle of, I want to say it was the Congo. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd and heard then, like, about that one. Champ. The, 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 oh, like, the sea monster! Yeah, 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 and, yeah like yeah. all those kind of people. And it's and I, I was a firm believer, um, to the point where when I was in Boy Scouts, they would make fun of me for being like, "I'm, we're going out on this camping trip, and I'm going to catch Bigfoot." <laughs> yeah, or, <laughs> or at least run away from Bigfoot. If if it's any consolation, I wasn't into the Boy Scouts or in a, as a, I wasn't a scout at all. But like, if I was, and like you would. You would, like, confide in me, like, yo, I'm going to find Bigfoot or we have to watch out for Bigfoot. Like, as a child, I'd have been right there with you. Like, you believe in Bigfoot, too? We're, we're hunting Bigfoot together. Like, like, we're on Bigfoot tonight. Like, for me, I I did not have any of those documentaries from libraries. But what I did have, like, in my, like, I want to say, like, 11 into preteen into, like, early teen years... There were like a couple shows mm-hmm. that I used to watch, and on one of them I took notes because I rewatched <laughs> them on the other day. 
because that was the only professional thing I did for this podcast. The, the future episodes will be more professional. They will. This is very much to get us used to like talking in this format, mm. kind of getting a feel for how we want to have this, what vibe we want to get. Yeah. Yeah. But like the 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 big show that I even to this day will try to rewatch, especially during Halloween time, because mm-hmm. uh, that's when it was everywhere, was a show on a started ABC Family. And the show was called Scariest Places on Earth. Okay, yeah, I remember. I don't think I watched that one a lot, but I remember that one. It was on... They would do marathons of this show mm-hmm. uh, on ABC Family, especially during Halloween. They had that 13 Nights of Halloween on yeah. ABC Family. I think now the channel is called Freeform. Yeah, it changed. It yeah. Was, it got weird. It well, got it was really already weird. weird but... It was already weird, but like it used to be called ABC Family, mm-hmm. and... They did that 13 Nights of Halloween, and when they weren't showing movies, they would just marathon this show mm-hmm. uh, during the during it. And it, it's, it was so early 2000s, it's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, they do the quick up close-ups of, of cuts, you know what I mean? Like, when, when there's a host, the, it's hosted by Linda Blair, and when she's talking, they do that, like early 2000s cut to a close-up and it's like, a weird filter like linda blair the exorcist girl yes it's hosted by her oh wow yeah it's hosted by her and a lot of the times their main thing what the be would be to like talk about local legends they mm-hmm. did like the one i remember very prominently was the lizzie borden house yeah they would talk about that fun fact yeah. uh you know Borden milk with the the cow. Yes, the, that's the same Bordens. No, Lizzie, fucking way. Lizzie Borden is related to those Bordens. No fucking way. That's weird. I oh my also, god. Daisy, that cow. Yeah. Is canonically married to Elmer the bull, who's on the Elmer the Elmer glue bottles. No, really. <laughs> There's this whole like white liquid lore that yeah. I didn't know. <laughs> oh. Ugh. I am not a fan of white liquid lore. I immediately regretted it. Great, right after like I said 80s it. hair metal band name, though. White liquid lore. Oh, yeah! Oh, yeah! That, white liquid lore is my white snake cover band. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. But scariest places on earth. Um, they. Their main. One, they had two main formats. Mm-hmm. I should say they have two main styles of format. The first one, I, which I'm a bigger fan of, was them just talking about those things. Like the Lizzie Borden house, the Bunny Man Bridge, uh, talking about that kind of stuff and interviewing people from those hometowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, their other more, I would say, weirder format, looking back on it, is the episode that I watched uh, yesterday is where they take these... Middle to middle upper class suburban, mostly white families, Mm -hmm. and just drop them off with cameras strapped to them at supposedly incredibly haunted places. That's my fetish. (laughs) (laughs) These these families who are either full of full of skeptics or 
uh, believers sprinkled out. And mm-hmm. this is like a main family. It's like a mom, a dad, a brother, a sister. Mm-hmm. And they're just like, in this episode, they went to Magnolia Lane Plantation, mm-hmm. which is a very haunted plantation in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're also just like, uh, very Christian. Also, they love to get Christian families. Oh yeah, uh, they ABC love to family get Christian had families. a weird Christian theme. Yeah, an underlying Christian yeah. theme. But in this show, in this episode especially, they would talk about voodoo mm-hmm. all the time, which I have very much, of course, high respect for the religion and high respect for any on all religions. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I think both of us are polytheist almost. I think I know I am. I I I'm weird. You're weird. Okay, I, that's fair. My 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 religion is ghosts. That's fair. That's that's all good. <laughs> but like for a very undertoned Christian channel, mm-hmm. they were they only really showed like the the spooky voodoo parts mm-hmm. when voodoo I don't know a lot about it, so I can't really speak on it. But I like any religion it's going to be, when it's put through that lens, it's just like ooky spooky. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all they're going to show. Mm-hmm. And so they make this family, they drop this family off at this haunted place. And the other, besides Linda Blair, um, the other prominent guy in this show is this Irish writer. Mm-hmm. Like, thick accent, Irish writer named Alan Robson. Mm-hmm. And they get, and he is like their storyteller guy. Mm-hmm. Like whenever they talk about a place, he'll be on camera or he'll be the voiceover and be like Magnolia Lane Plantation. You don't, you don't, you do not want to go there. Like it, it's a dark place and it's evil. Like and he does that with all these places. <laughs> I mean, they, they're get, they're doing the aesthetic. They're they're like oh, they're going for a very 100%. particular aesthetic. So. <laughs> The family sees him, and when they get there, he's like, "My name's Alan Robinson. I don't want to know your names." <laughs> he's not act- like like he's like just like he's just some dude. He's actually like just, he's just from like Boston, probably. He's like he's like I I yeah, I can't do a Boston. I was gonna try and do a Boston accent. I looked him up. He actually is still alive. Mm-hmm. He's in his sixties, and he hosts a. Uh, one of Ireland's most popular late night AM radio shows called Night Owls. Honestly, I'd listen to it. Yeah, right? And and he's and I'm like, okay, he's an author. What I would laugh my ass off if he had written no spooky books whatsoever. Mm-hmm. But it turns out he wrote like at least three books on ghosts. Yeah. Like so he had merits. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Uh they just drop the families off and uh, they're like, you're going to do this task and explore this, uh, haunted house. Mm-hmm. No, like no equipment, like besides cameras, like strapped to them, like, like Blair Witch Project style. Pre GoPro. Yes. Yeah. Very much pre GoPro. They're carrying around at least another human being on them because it's like the early 2000s and mm-hmm. cameras. And uh, everybody carried around extra human beings. That's, yes. For, <laughs> yes. for our, for our, uh, our Zoomer listeners. That's what it was like in Y2K. Y2K fashion is just pick up your best friend and walk around with them. Yes. Like, they're a backpack now. Yes, they're your backpack. It was, it was, it was a thing. The, but yeah, this episode, they, they, well, actually in every episode when it involved a family, they just split them up. They're like, they put bags over their heads. <laughs> 
Yeah. They're already at the plantation. <laughs> the, 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 uh, and the thing is, the family wasn't didn't sign up for this. They were just kidding. <laughs> yeah, they're now like that's that's the spoiler. But they do sign up for it, but they don't tell them where they're going. They they're like basically it's like, do you want to go to a spooky place? And they're like, sure. Where is it? You'll find out. And then they find out it's in New Orleans when they get to New Orleans. See, I want to reboot this, but yeah. with just kidnapping rich people. Just kidnap yes. And putting them in haunted like, just like guess what guess what, Bezos, you're in you're gonna go you're going to Alcatraz. <laughs> guess what, Jeff Bezos, you're going to the East Wing in Alcatraz. <laughs> Spaceship out of there. Like yeah, they split the family up, put bags over their heads, split them up, and then like find each other. Mm-hmm. And they're like, one girl is in like the old slave quarters. One girl is in like the basement. One person's in the woods near these really creepy scarecrows that they just made. Mm-hmm. Like, I just want to do. I want to just do this to people. This is my villain. My villain origin story. Like, is. it's insane. And the only other thing that I have besides uh them like doing the urban legends uh this is also where i first heard about the the french catacombs that's how i first heard about the french catacombs oh yeah uh which is still creepy to this day Mm -hmm. honestly i've got i've not gone to the catacombs myself uh i had a friend who went and i've got a lot of pictures she she sent me a lot of pictures when she went you hear about in the catacombs did you hear about that camera they found Mm -hmm. in it where a guy got lost exploring the catacombs and like he, like, the last footage of it is him obviously running from something or running or in a panic because he can't find his way out. And this camera, he drops the camera and he just runs off without it. Mm-hmm. And they have never, uh, this, I don't know if they might have found his body by now. It's 2022. But that, at the time of the episode of the show, mm-hmm. in like 2015, 2000 something, no, about 2015, 2006. Uh, they had never found this guy's body. And the camera was just, like, left on until the battery died. That's horrifying. And it's, it was the, one of the scariest things that still creeps me out to this day. Mm-hmm. Like, the other one is the Bunny Man Bridge. Still freaks me the fuck out today. Mm-hmm. Like, about, like, this supposed psycho guy from a psych ward. Like, surviving in the woods off of like bunny carcasses and he's under he lives under this bridge in some state like some state i forget what state it was delaware delaware it's probably delaware (laughs) it sounds like a delaware thing i don't know was there another so that was me rambling about uh uh scariest scariest place on earth before i go on to my other show that's arguably funnier uh was there something like was there anything in your other monster origins to trade it off the I watched a lot. I didn't watch a ton of like the haunted places as much when I was a kid because I, I I steered away from ghosts. Ghosts scared me well into like my teenage years. I was oh I agree straight up terrified of ghosts. Yeah. And I, I had the classic like my house was supposedly haunted when I was a kid, and my mom was like, oh yeah, the the because we lived in the house that the guy who built all of the houses in the neighborhood. We lived in his house. Oh, um, his name was Mister Placky. And Mrs. Plackey died in, we think, the living room. Oh. And so whenever something would just, like, fall off a wardrobe, my mom would, like, be like, oh, hi, Mrs. Plackey. Oh, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and so I lived in constant fear of my house. Oh, sh- that's, uh, no, that's not fun at all. Uh, and there were, there were, 
a couple of experiences which probably could be explained by my mom loading up our first PC with dot .wav files of Monty Python sketches. <laughs> but I remember being like 10 or 12 and I'm trying to take a nap on the couch. And all of a sudden I hear something yell, go away! <laughs> and I run out of my house. I run out oh my, my the front God. door. Uh, I, oh. I like in hindsight, I'm like, oh yeah, that was probably something from, because my mom made every single function on the computer have a sound. Yeah. And so I'm like, it was probably a Monty Python sketch. But, but holy, it was still, my, that's scary I, though. I thought I was going to die. Yeah, uh, I would too. And so, yeah, I didn't mess with ghosts for a very long time. Um, so I mostly focused on cryptids and aliens. I watched a lot of, uh, of course, like a lot of the history, not like ancient aliens stuff. This was like before that. <laughs> um, but the one that like kind of always stuck in my brain was uh, Destination Truth. I adore that show. Which was like, the, for those of you who haven't watched it, it's like, if you remember like Jeff Corwin experience or those like Destination Wildlife shows. Yeah. Same thing, but he's trying to find like leprechauns. It was, there was, Josh Gates, first of all is the host that, that's the host for those of you who haven't watched it josh gates was, was the name of the host he actually isn't he doing a new show where he's trying to find artifacts right yeah that was that was like a second thing that was yeah like... but in in destination truth for some reason this felt so legitimate mm -hmm. like to, to me too like it felt like he was taking these things like as serious as we were mm -hmm. like when we're while you're while we're watching it and we're like, oh, he is pulling out modern equipment. Like, he wants to find these things. Mm -hmm. And it felt like, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, uh, gratifying. Or you felt seen. Yeah. Because you're like, it, yeah. Yeah, well, it, was, it was just one of those things where it's like, yeah, it was like one of these, oh, yeah, I'm not crazy for believing these things. Yeah. Or for being interested in these things. Other people find it too. And other people take it seriously. Yeah validated that's the mm -hmm. word yeah that's the word i was looking for yeah because when he went like his uh footprint i think that he found of like the yeti is still on display at disney world's um uh expedition everest ride oh that's really cool yeah i when you go through uh the queue of expedition everest there's like a mini uh as you're going through the line there's a mini uh yeti museum Mm -hmm. Like an Inuit uh, artifact museum. Mm -hmm. And you see the uh, plaster cast of the footprint that Josh Gates, the the actual one that he took, and with his picture next to it. Mm -hmm. So seeing that a couple years after the show had went off the air was just really cool to be like, oh, yeah, I, was, I watched that episode when he found this. Mm -hmm. And it was another way to, for me to feel like, Oh, I feel validated mm -hmm. in believing in these things. Mm -hmm. uh, and he did. He he did so like so many things, and some of the stuff I was like, "Oh, he got it! Like mm -hmm. he found it." Yeah, like, and I think like the, the validation thing. It kind of like looking back is like really important because when I I kept believing, I kept being very interested in this stuff. Well, into young like my early twenties, um, mm -hmm. and that's like when I start I started getting kind of deeper into the weirdness of like reading the mothman prophecies mm -hmm. which like 
we want to do smaller cryptids and stuff like that, but I think doing some of the side characters in the Mothman story mm-hmm. would be interesting because there's so much more to that story than there is than what like, people realize, and that's kind of like it, and that that was like kind of peak for me and then i went and got a master's degree in philosophy mm-hmm. where believing in anything was frowned upon ah. uh, and so i kind of adopted that mm. persona but it always kind of sucked yeah um, i can see that because i i grew up like in addition to reading about the cryptids and the aliens i also got like really big into witchcraft when i was a kid and i was mm-hmm. once again like finding books in my school library yeah. that were like had spells in them and i tried to do them um probably didn't work yeah um but like that like that still kind of informed my spirituality growing up and then i Mm kind of let it go away and then only out of getting academia did i kind of like come back to everything and be like oh yeah this stuff's important to me this stuff's interesting i don't need to feel ashamed if i believe in weirdness yeah i didn't uh i would say there was a point where i did like fall out of of the scene too Mm -hmm. like it happened with that in like high school for me mm-hmm. like because i fell out of not only the weirdness like the weird side of the world like that side but i also fell out of comics because i didn't want to get made fun of anymore mm-hmm. i didn't want to get bullied uh but like after getting into college uh funny that's also where we met mm-hmm. uh but uh i realized that i can like that stuff, and there's other people that like that stuff. Exactly, yeah. And it was incredibly refreshing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so getting, and then, and then I guess I got older, I wasn't so turned off by horror anymore. So I just, so not only with I got back into like ghosts and monsters, uh, and cryptids, I got into horror movies, uh, and now that's like I love horror movies, mm-hmm. and. But I, they were definitely, like, shows like Scariest Places or any other Halloween episode of a cartoon, mm-hmm. those were definitely, like, the gateway drugs. Oh, yeah. Like, into all that stuff. Because mm-hmm. my parents, they let me watch that kind of spooky stuff. They did, It's like, if you can handle it, watch it. Mm-hmm. Like, that was kind yeah. of their whole attitude. My mom had a really weird approach to it. Like, I was raised most by my mother. Um, I was a self, I was not into to horror as a child. I was very self-censoring mm-hmm. and very sensitive to that kind I of stuff. I was too, so, uh, you know what I mean? But I also lived with the mom who's like, oh yeah, the house is haunted. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, you're interested in, in witchcraft. Cool, here's some books. Yeah. Uh, you want to do mushrooms for spiritual reasons? I might have some still. <laughs> they... Definitely the opposite of <laughs> mine. I wasn't like... My family wasn't heavy Christian, mm-hmm. but, like, they were cr- Christian. But my dad came from a Catholic family, mm-hmm. like a heavy Catholic. Yeah. Uh, and when he didn't raise us to go to church, like, we never went to church unless someone passed away. Uh, but but they were all like, hey, God's a thing. If this, if you get scared, this is, this, this is the Bible if you want to read it, that's fine. If you don't want to read like, it... Hey, God's a thing on a TV. That's... <laughs> hey, God's a thing. Uh, it's, that, but that was like the most low-energy youth pastor. It was super low-energy because I was like, yeah, God's a thing. You could... you He's 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 the reason you're here. Like, that's what... That was the extent of, like, how big religion was in my house. Like, mm-hmm. God exists. Uh, we're cool with him. You could be cool with him uh, if you want. Uh, but... That's like uh, angels are good, uh, demons are bad. 
like that's that's what it is that's how the world works and mm-hmm. i was like okay sounds and, good sounds good thanks and and now i'm over here talking to not only god but like all other gods mm-hmm. and, and um but the second show by tiny hermanubis oh oh yeah <laughs> I've, I've got a tiny hermanubis statue in my in my office where we're recording oh nice he's, he's so yeah, small he's right there that if you that reminds me like another weird cryptid thing is like dog people yeah the dog like yeah the, the dog people uh, it, there's just there's so much and i'm very excited to get into the weird stuff same uh, we're so we're the kind of the overall plan. Yeah, the is overall to, plan. We're, we're gonna. I think we're gonna start in Ohio and start with some of our local. Uh, yeah. Places because we've got. Um, there's there's a handful of like weird local cryptids here in Ohio. There is, uh, surprisingly, to even us. Um, and there's then there's a lot of ghosts. Uh, yeah. Uh, I want to go through some like the Dayton region ghosts or um, when I I went to OU Ohio mm-hmm. University. Which is supposed to be one of the most haunted, um, like, campuses in like, America. It, oh, like, as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I didn't experience anything out there, um, but I did have a friend who went to, what was that, the Ridges? That used to be an asylum. And oh. he had some weird stuff go on. So we might we might even be able to get him on. That would be cool. It. What, were, was it uh, the college that we met, St. Clair? Mm-hmm. Is it that? Isn't there like a building at St. Clair that's haunted? Yeah. That, yeah. Well, there's a lot of buildings. Because there was the Blair Hall. the theater. That's the one I know of. Um, there's another building where... Um, so here in Dayton... Uh, oh, no. I gave away my location. Oh, God. Oh, no. The FBI. <laughs> uh uh, Dayton back in 1913 had a huge flood. Um, yeah. And one of the buildings is basically built on top of where they put bodies. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Yeah. And I want to say Ooh. there was another one that was where like the gallows was, but I'm not, I, I can't, I can't remember that for sure. But yeah, I remember, Oof. I remember Blair Hall is supposed to have, but then again, every theater has a ghost, I think. I like, feel like every theater I has a ghost. I think it's like, if a theater doesn't have a ghost, one will be provided for them. Like, yeah, like if You go it on comes eBay, the... you get yourself a haunted doll, <laughs> work it into your mail. production of Annie. Yep, comes in the mail. Yeah. With samples of Tide when you move into the neighborhood. Uh, <laughs> that's an old reference. <laughs> they don't do that anymore. That's an in old reference. In this economy, reference. free detergent? Yeah. God, I think I heard that joke from Wayne's World. That was I think he said it in Wayne's World, but it's something that I've always used. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, because even Sorg Opera House in Middletown mm-hmm. is haunted, uh, supposedly. And I even have a friend who I work with now who used to work at the Sorg Opera House, and he said he's got stories. Yeah, he's got some stories that and he could so tell. We're gonna tell stories to each other. Yeah, and then hopefully start maybe get some people. Mm-hmm. Um who want to come on and talk or if you have a story and you want to send it to us via an email yeah or a regular mail or a, a carrier pigeon yeah a pony express if you could get a pony to come to my house uh morse uh, morse code morse code um we can stand, get one stand cryptically outside my window and whisper to me <laughs> And if you can do that, considering I live on a second floor, uh, I might throw things at you, but I'll be impressed. If you'll throw back the message. 
when he throw things at you. That would be helpful too. Mm -hmm. If you threw, if he threw a rock at you, but you're like, ah, but you throw another rock, but it has a note attached to it that says, talk about this. That would be appreciated. Talk about my ghost boyfriend. Yeah, my ghost boyfriend. Harold. <laughs> my ghost boyfriend. We Harold. met on Only Fish. <laughs> I was trying to think of something spooky. Only to call, Fish. To the, call the, Tinder. The, the world's only fish porn site. <laughs> I thought it was just a place for fishermen to meet. <laughs> only Fish. Only Fish. <laughs> you want to yes. see a flounder do a strip tease? Come to OnlyFish. OnlyFish. Anyways. Anyways. So. This. Was episode zero. Zero. This was episode zero of Our Haunted Backyard. Your Haunted Backyard too. Your Haunted Backyard too. You can come into Our Haunted Backyard. We'll have a haunted barbecue. Um, and everybody's invited. I'll make burgers. Mm-hmm. I will uh, bring drinks. Because I'm not a great cook. Lots of booze. Hey! Lots of booze. It's the jokes. It's the jokes that keep them coming back. Uh, but yeah, if this is ever released, this will probably be like a Patreon exclusive. Mm-hmm. When eventually, maybe we have a Patreon. Maybe we'll surprise ourselves and this will be good enough to actually put on the internet as a whole. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, but thank you all for listening. If uh, if our so- if social medias that we have, which would be like... Twitter and Instagram. If those are up and we decide to post this, they may not be up yet, but they will be up soon. They will probably be up before the episode. They'll probably be up for the episode. Uh, so feel free to give that a follow. And thank you for listening. If you did listen, because this is out there on the ether. Yeah. The, thank you all for listening. I have been, this has been Our Haunted Backyard. Stay spooky. Stay spooky. Stay nice. Stay nice. Yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.